there's something about a really great movie that hits you differently than a great book. I think the medium just lends itself to creating human connection. Whether it's the music sweeping in the background that reminds you of that one summer long ago, or the man pouring his heart out on the screen that makes you you clutch your own loved ones. Movies make you feel in ways that books just can't. On this week's episode, we discuss The Pursuit of Happiness, starring Will and Jaden Smith. It's a, a movie that inspires us to do better, to strive for more, even in the face of insurmountable obstacles. It's the kind of movie that makes us question, what would you do? What would you face to find your own happiness? I'm Brandy Anderson, and this is Stories That Made Me, a podcast about obsessive reading, questionable taste in movies and TV, and the impact that great storytelling can have on our lives. Hi, and thanks for joining. Um, Who are you? What do you do? Uh, Thank you for having me, number one. Um, my name is Jarrell. Uh, I like to game. I like to craft. And I am a previous flight attendant. Today we're here to talk about movies and then a particular movie um, that did something for you in your life. Before we get to the, hey, what did this movie do for you? Um, can you tell me, well, have you always been like a movie person? I have, Yes. Uh, as far as I can remember, um, I always did like movies, mostly horror, a little bit of action. Um, but every now and then, you know, a drama too. Was it, you said sometimes it was horror, sometimes it was action, sometimes it was it was drama. Did you find yourself gravitating towards any one of those things? Oh, yeah. I'm most definitely a horror person. Oh, gosh. Love, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a good horror movie. I, I will take it. Even a bad horror movie, I will I will watch it. That's interesting because the movie we're here to talk about today, The Pursuit of Happiness, is in no way, shape, or form a nope, horror movie. Not <laughs> at all. So what, can you describe how you first came about The Pursuit of Happiness? Um, I think, first of all, it featured Will Smith, which, contrary to popular belief, he is one of my favorite actors. He... I I just love, I love to see him in movies. So that was the first thing that got my attention. And then I found out his son was in it. And that was like, okay, I'm watching this. Like, I don't know what it's going to be about, but Will Smith and his son, like, yes. What, around what time period was this? Do you remember when you saw it? I believe I was... Maybe perhaps a little bit late in high school, maybe early college. Okay, the movie came out in what, 2006? Yeah, so okay. that was definitely, yeah. So you saw it when it first came out? Yes. In theaters? Yes. Awesome. I definitely saw it on like cable. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I saw it when it came Years out. Years later. Um, what? So. 
For, for our audience who may have not seen uh, The Pursuit of Happiness, what is it about? Uh, it's based on a true story. Um, same name. Um, which uh, he was, the name is Chris Gardner. Um, and it's basically his life and the struggles that he went through uh, as a black man in San Francisco trying to basically just make a life for him and his son, um, provide for his family, and just have a consistent day job in expensive San Francisco. Yeah. And Chris Gardner is played by Will Will Smith, Smith. and he's the the main character. Yes. And who who does Will Smith's son play? Jaden Smith, right? Uh, Yes. Uh, Jaden Smith plays Christopher, which he was named after his dad. I don't know if that part is true, um, but... uh, he plays Christopher Gardner. Awesome. So Christopher Gardner, played by um, Jaden Smith, is the main character's son and also happens to be Will Smith's son yes. uh, in the same way. That has to be, considering this movie, and I have seen it, um, really hard to play uh, for for Will Smith, the this, this dad figure who's really struggling. Um, what, what happens kind of throughout the movie? Um he he kind of tells the story through i guess you can say chapters um and throughout the movie you see him uh he has a family he's got a uh a wife um and his son you see them early on struggling basically to live day to day um and as the story continues you see these things in his life begin to get harder and harder as he tries to, I guess, you know, climb the ladder of happiness. Like the more he strives to attain happiness, the more struggles he faces uh, throughout the movie. And it, again, it goes through chapters. Um, I think, I believe it's about five or six chapters he tells, which, you know, that's short, but. That's how the movie kind of flowed. Okay. And and these chapters show us, like, each stage, right, of yes. his pursuit to happiness. Do, do you think kind of through that he knows where he wants to end up? Um, as for in the movie? Yeah. I don't... I think he has a goal. And, you know, he says it. There's a... There's, a part in the movie where, you know, he looks into this crowd walking into corporate America with the suits and the cars and the briefcases. And he just asks the question, like, how are these people so damn happy? Mm. You know, cause he's coming from this little apartment that, you know, he sleeps in the same bed with his son. They can't afford, they can't afford the car they have. Um, and he sees these people go about their day smiling and seemingly happy going to jobs that are affording them the luxuries that he doesn't have. Um, and he just acts, he, he, his, the whole point of his movie is how do I get happy like that? Mm. Do you think he, he gets it in the end? Oh yeah. Definitely. Most definitely yeah. yeah. So what is it about this movie that, 
really resonated with you? I think it, I think it was the struggles and his, you know, his resilient to his resilience to keep going. Although things continue to, you know, obstacles continue to pop up. You know, there was a point in the movie where, you know, he was past due on his rent almost three months and, you know, the landlord is after him and finally he kicks him out and he has nowhere to go with his son. At this point, his wife has left him. Um, and I don't know at that point in life, I feel like you just throw your hands up and you like, you know, I've lost it. Maybe I should give my son to my wife cause I clearly can't take care of him, you know, but that's not what he did. And, um, you know, he entered into a bad situation, you know, early on in the movie, if I backtrack a little, he, he seemed like the character, like the type of person who always wanted something for themselves. But in the beginning of the movie, he made an investment, a very expensive investment um, that he thought would be beneficial in the medical field. Um, it was some, I think it was called a bone density scanner. And uh, I'm not sure what time period the movie was set in. I want to say early 90s. Um, so he had this machine that was supposed to um, be better for doctors. Turns out doctors didn't need that at that point in time, or not all doctors needed it. So he had all this mach- all these mach- expensive machines um and it's it's an investment that didn't work out which landed him on these bad times that Mm -hmm. you know he is currently on and um I don't know I think the resilience in his character kind of gave me inspiration as to you know most of us don't get as low as to be homeless you know but he was and even through that, he, you know, continued to pursue this goal to provide for his son and to be a better father than his his father was to him. Have you ever been in that situation where you feel like you're you're struggling and, and fighting this kind of uphill battle and you're hoping there's a thing at the end, um, but it, it's you know, it's a struggle. You're, you're really working yeah. towards it is, have you ever felt that? And is that, do you think why you, you resonate so much with this movie? Oh yeah, of course. Like I, five, six years ago, like my financial situation was extremely, <laughs> it was kind of pathetic, you know? And, um, it's hard when you, you know, especially, you know, you want to be successful. You want to be able to, you know, have certain things in life. And it may not be the most expensive thing, but, you know, you want to have these things and you're not in a place to really to really do that. Um, for example, um, when I first moved to Houston because of my financial situation, I had to go get a car. But unfortunately, I didn't have the credit to get a nice car. So I had to go to uh, some break your legs type of dealership where I got, they 
gave me the money for a car, but, you know, when I didn't pay that car note, they actually had the ability to cut my car off from wherever they were. You know, and that's that's a humbling experience because whereas other people may have just been able to go to, you know, the dealership, show your A1 credit and get a nice new car, like I was not able to do that, you know. And going back to this movie, you know, there was a, another scene in the movie that's kind of like that with me where he walks up to this guy getting out of, you know, this convertible. And he just asked the guy, he was like, I want to know what you do and how you do it to afford this, you know? And the guy tells him, oh, you know, I work at this place, you know, and I'm, I'm a broker. And that kind of is the point where that sends him on the journey to say, I can do this. Um, that was another thing that inspired me, like the confidence he had in himself. I think that was a big thing too, that made this movie like dear to me. Like, because it gave you confidence in yourself or, or you saw that as an, an inspiration, something that you could take on for yourself? Yeah, it was more of an inspiration, something that, you know, you have to have this too, in addition to, you know, the persistence. Like, you have to have confidence in yourself um, because if you don't have that, nobody else is really going to invest in you, you know? And that's kind of how how this story progressed like his life uh, because he had confidence he knew he was smart and even if he he there's another quote where he says you know I'm the type of person who if I know the answer I will tell you but if I don't know the answer I'm going to tell you I don't know but I will find out you know and he was confident in in saying that you know and um, him having that confidence yes I think it it gave me inspiration to you know look inwardly and the things that I'm good at have confidence in it you know yeah no I I, I do know that um did you cry in the end I did cry I <laughs> cried every time I see the movie like a baby I mean because it has uh, I'll say this and hopefully this doesn't spoil it for anyone it has a happy ending yes, right yeah and it's not the happy you know he doesn't get a convertible he doesn't get you know, a nice shiny new briefcase. He got a job, (laughs) (laughs) but he worked so hard. And just like you go through this movie and you go through these struggles with him where he has to sleep in a bathroom with his son, where he has to, you know, humble himself enough to ask his, what was soon to be ex-wife to, you know, watch his son for the night because he's in jail for parking tickets, which is BS, but you know. You know, and you go through these struggles with him. I mean, they stay in a group home for a little while. And then finally at the end, like, he gets this job. And it's like the feeling that you get when he's walking out of that building is, you know, he is so damn happy. (laughs) And really, he doesn't even say anything, which I think was the perfect ending to this movie. Like, he doesn't talk. They give him the job. He tells... All the managers thank you. He walks out of the building and you can see emotionally like he's he's feeling it like he's crying, you know, tears coming out his eyes. That's where I started. Yep. That's yep. why I started mm-hmm. breaking down. Well, no, not I didn't start crying then. My cry started. He gets down the stairs and he just starts clapping like to himself. 
And it's just like, yeah, I, I break down every time. Like, just like a baby. I cannot hold it in. It's because it's hopeful. I mean, to see someone that happy after struggling for so long, it, it makes you feel like there is hope out there if you yeah. if you keep hold of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if someone were, were standing in front of you saying, why in the world should I watch this movie? What am I going to get out of it? What do you think... What's your answer? What do you get out of out of watching the pursuit of happiness? Why should somebody pick it up? Um, you get a you get a sense of hope and you get a sense of pride. Um you get you I, I think you just you get happiness. Like you get you get all of that, you know. But also this movie gives you all the feelings, you know. And if you watch a movie for you know any good movie to me um is going to make you laugh, it's going to make you cry, it's going to make you angry, you know, and it's going to make you a little bit sad and you know, this movie I feel had equal amounts of it all. You know, I mean you get mad at his son for not understanding the struggles, you know. Um uh, but he's a kid. But you, you know, you feel that you feel what Will Smith's character is feeling and you get upset, you know, because his son is not old enough to understand, you know, you get upset when the landlord kicks him out, you know, but you also feel sadness when he's sitting in a subway with no home to go to still trying to make his son happy. Like he plays an imaginary game with his son in the middle of having $3 in his bank account and no home. Like, I mean, you got to feel that, you know, <laughs> there's no way you can't. Um, so, yeah, you get you get a lot of hope and. Uh, it shows. The possibility and it's not I know it's not always like that, but you get the possibility of, you know, endurance and what that can what that can do for you in the long run. I feel that 100%. Uh, thank you for coming in and talking to me about The Pursuit of Happiness, a movie that really hit close to home for you. Um, yeah. Thank you so no much problem. for coming in. I love talking about Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to Jarrell Cameron for joining us on this week's episode. She is a truly great friend and fellow lover of storytelling um, she's awesome for coming on here and I hope to hear from her again shout out to Francis Wells who provided the theme song and don't forget to subscribe share and like this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast and wherever else you listen to great stories um, thanks for joining I'm Brandy Anderson and this is Stories That Made Me